Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Before we get to the prayer, I just want to spend three or four quick minutes talking about trials and tribulations. In yesterday's episode, I mentioned how we all go through stuff and we all have down days and that's perfectly normal and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, that night after the show, I happened to be listening to a podcast by Joyce Myers, who I like a lot, but she said something that I think has the potential of being misunderstood and I think it's worth discussing. She said that the worst day as a Christian is still going to be better than the best day that any non-believer is going to have. And I have to tell you, I think I know she was trying to say, but people can get the wrong impression from that. Okay. Now, I agree that I would rather be a Christian than anything else the world has to offer. And that's its own topic. But Christianity is not a magic potion. As a Christian, you are going to have terrible days. In fact, Jesus says you will have persecutions. You will be treated unfairly. That's reality. There is nothing in the Christian ethic that promises that you're not going to have terrible days. Just look at the Bible. I mean, Stephen was stoned to death. John the Baptist was beheaded. A lot of the prophets were murdered. All of the apostles are believed to have been imprisoned and killed other than the apostle John who was imprisoned and then exiled. Those were really bad days for those people. And I'm sure the best days of non-believers were much better than those, right? I mean, for goodness sake, early Christians were fed to the lions. Now, that's obviously not going to happen to you, but there are some pretty awful things that, that can We're all just one phone call away from a doctor from having the worst day of our life. So this idea that nothing bad is going to happen to you, or if it does, you're still going to be somehow blissful because even your worst days are going to be better than the best days of a non-believer is just absurd. And I hope you don't get the wrong idea from that. Heck, I remember watching the 700 Club a few years ago, and this guy who was a Christian was talking about how he went uh, went into the ocean one day with his son, and they were surfing, and his son was attacked by a shark and killed. Now, are you going to tell me that that guy's worst day is better than a non-believer's best day or even a non-believer's really, really bad day? Look, here's the point. Don't come to the faith with the expectation that life is going to be easy afterwards. In fact, I think one of the problems we have is that so many well-meaning people just want to get as many non-believers saved as possible that we sell kind of a false doctrine of an easy life and it creates unreasonable expectations. And then people start to have bad days. They get that call from a doctor. They get laid off from work. A a relationship fails. And not only do they not know how to deal with it, it discredits their faith because they think they're not supposed to have problems. All right, here's what Christianity promises you, okay? It promises you're going to go through some bad things, but it promises you that God will help you deal with them, that you'll have victory over and through those things, and somehow some good will come of them. And sometimes it's hard to see that. It's hard to see how a child being eaten by a shark could possibly produce good. And I don't know what the answer is. Maybe the miracle is the kid is in heaven right now and the family is still able to get on with life. I have no idea. I don't have all the answers. And actually, I think looking for too many answers can be a dangerous thing because what God really wants from you is trust. Trust him that he knows what he's doing. Trust that he has a plan for your life. Trust that God did not make a mistake when he created you and that he loves you and wants to bless you. Trust that he will never leave you nor forsake you. 
trust that while you're going to have problems, you're not going to have to go through them alone and you're not going to have to carry the burden by yourself. And trust that the promise of God is that your life serves a purpose and he will help you find that purpose and achieve it and along with it, his fullness. That's what we're offering here. Not just a trip to the good half of the afterlife, not just a trip to heaven. We're offering you an abundant life here and now. Yes, you're going to go through the same hardships as everyone else and maybe even more, but God will be with you through all of them and he'll use them to move you forward. Our God is a miracle working God and we believe in miracles here. That's what we're here to pray for. And when you send us your prayer request, that's what we're believing for. But the miracle is not always what we pray for. Sometimes the miracle is that even the ugliest things work for the good of them who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. All right. So that's my message for tonight. Kristen, my dear, would you please lead us in prayer? Absolutely. Good, good message. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you that, that you are above everything. Lord, I pray that we would come back to the childlike faith. That's why you say, come, let the little children come to me. Lord, I remember as a child praying for things and, you know, that, that spirit of reasoning or debating in, in my head just did not exist of saying, will God do this for me? Or no, I just believed. And I said, God's going to do this. And you always came through. And it could have been the most, the smallest thing, God. I, you know, I, I remember losing a, an earring and praying and praying. And, and then it showed up in the most unusual place. Someone knocked on my door and they, I knew you would have it for me, God. And it, that mattered to you because it was important to me. And so I hope every person on this call knows how important not only their needs are to you, Lord, but how important they are, how precious they are in your sight, how valued they are, God, how they're not forgotten, how their needs will be met. For my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Lord, you say you have not because you ask not, Lord. I, I pray that we would take you at your word, God. We pray, we pray nothing should be impossible for them who believe. The very word impossible when we have the Lord says I'm possible. Lord, take the limits that we've imposed on our own belief system. Take it off. Take the limits off. God, yes, you like... Like Jordan said in the message, Lord, sometimes we don't understand the, why you do the things you do or the way or why they're suffering, Lord, and all those things. And we, we're not meant to answer those questions, but we do know that you are sovereign and that you are good and that you have a purpose and a plan and a hope, God. God, we cannot live. We can live a little while without food, a little while without water, but we cannot live 10 seconds without hope. God, I pray that each person on this call would feel your hope rise up in them, would feel again your joy and your peace and your purpose and your power and your, your power rise up in them, Lord. Pray for anything, Lord. All, all that is dead within us, Lord. Dreams of a long time ago that we've, we've given up on. Hope that we've given up on, Lord. Lord, I pray you breathe your life over every person listening to this call. Breathe your life into their, into their spirit, God. 
into those things, into the impossible dreams, Lord, that you have put in our heart. God, no plan of yours will ever be thwarted, Lord. You are sovereign. God, when we see the way we see things, we see through glass darkly, you know, we, we, we see it cloudy in our finite minds. God, you are above everything. And when we get our perspective and you show us just a glimpse and how big you are, Lord, and what it looks like from your perspective, it's a different story, God. Lord, the trials we have, the things, Lord, Lord, they're nothing compared to the greatness of you, God. And when we keep our eyes on you, Lord, the heartache, you want, you want to bind every wound, Lord, every heart, heart that is breaking or aching, God. I feel like you, you are saying that you want, you're telling your, your children to come to you with that childlike faith. The years may have put on, this is for someone tonight, the years may have put on you a, a jaded Christianity mentality. Maybe you came to the faith all excited and things happened in your life and you feel angry at God and you feel, and that's become a barrier to your prayers and to your faith and you don't know what to do. And then, and then it's a cycle because you feel angry and guilty all at the same time. God understands. God's not coming down on you like some, the big punisher. God is, is wooing you to himself. He's saying, take, come to me with the, that frustration and hurt. Lay it at my feet and let me overshadow you. The burdens that you feel, give them to me. Let me overshadow you, overshadow all of that. Because when we receive you, Lord, Lord, you say nothing is impossible for the, for the person who believes. I'll say it again. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. God, you make the impossible possible. I have written down things, God, that I remember saying, God, these things look impossible. I don't know how you're going to do this. And I'm so glad I wrote them down. Because now I go back and they're my testimony and I see how you did it. And they're miracles. And I pray that each person would have that experience. And I pray that you would bring to mind those remembrance stones for each person. That you've done the impossible in their lives, Lord. In ways that maybe they've forgotten about. And, and help them to believe for the impossible things you want to do, God. God, as, as a people, we have made... Our vision as a general people, smaller and smaller, and we put limits on and limits on what we, you can do. But you're asking us to say, Lord, to take those limits off. I'm saying to you, Lord, come for your people and do what only you can do. And we give you all the credit and all the honor and the, all the praise. And it may not be the exact way we want or what we want, but you have our best interests at heart. And at the same time, God, we, we stop too short. We give up too easily, God. We give up praying through the answer too easily. We can, I ask that we would continue to ask, seek, and knock for your answers, God. God, I take those verses to heart. And, and I believe because I take them to heart, 
I've seen those things in my life and I pray for each person to see those things happen in their life too, God. Come to you with that childlike faith and say, God, this is my impossible. But you say, ask and you should, it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. And you say that you want to make my impossible possible. You say it over and over again in the Bible. And you say, if God is for me, who dare be against me? I love that translation. Not who can be against me, who dare be against me if God is on my side. Lord, we thank you that in all things we have the victory because you are on our side and you are making the impossible possible. And we come to you with our childlike faith, with our need, and you meet us at our need and you make the impossible possible. Thank you, Jesus, that you are a miracle working God and that you are willing and able each and every person. There is not one person. If you are just thinking to yourself right now while you're listening to this, but what about my need? You don't understand my need. That's nice for you. I'm telling you through the Holy Spirit that God is saying, yes, your need. That I'm saying this right now because God wants you to know that he heard you. He hears you loud and, and clear. And yes, your need, your need, that need that you think is impossible. He's wanting to do for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Great job, Kristen. All right, let's get to our specific prayer requests. Remember, we always invite everybody to send their prayer requests in. Please, the easiest way to get it to us is through the messenger function on Facebook. Uh, you can also just post a request underneath an existing post, but it's sometimes harder for us to find it that way. When we do these prayer requests, by the way, we, we'd like if everybody joins us in praying for these people as well. And certainly, uh, if you have any specific needs, We'll just pray at the end for that also. Okay, so we just have a few tonight. Last night we had, I think, 33, and tonight we have four. Um, which is, it'd be nice if we could kind of average them out a little bit, but whatever. Um, all right, so Bimla asks us uh, to please ask God to bless the whole planet Earth. Taurus asks us to pre please pray for his or her whole nation. Mason is believing for a fast recovery from illness, and Alvin is praying for his financial debts. Well. We'll just go through this then. Father God, we come to you in a spirit of expectation. And what I mean is that when we pray to you, that we, we know that you're hearing us. We know we don't do it in vain. We know that you've put things on, on these people, on their hearts to pray for. We join together in agreement with them. Even the big prayers like Bimla asking God to bless the whole planet Earth. Well, you know, like we like to say here, for you so loved the world you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. And one of my hopes for this whole coronavirus fiasco is that a lot of people will come to you and come to realize that that's the ultimate blessing, that the sacrifice right. that Christ made. So God, we certainly pray that you bless the whole earth. Taurus asked me to pray for his nation. I don't know which one it is, but whichever one it is, thank you that that person is standing in faith for his whole nation. Why not? Mm -hmm. So in Jesus' name, God, we pray that you honor that prayer. Mason is dealing with a uh, dealing with an illness. Yeah, we've mentioned a bunch of times these last few days that God, one of the names you call yourself is the Lord, our doctor. We know that Christ bore our sicknesses and our infirmities on the cross. And so, God, we just believe that you have a, a healing and restoration for Mason, that you fill this person's body 
fill their blood with the blood of Christ, fill their their flesh with your flesh, their DNA with your spiritual DNA. Just drive that sickness away from them. Do it and in, in, make it a complete work and a fast recovery and give this person a great testimony to, to share with others. And for Alvin, who's struggling with his finances, God, we don't serve a poor God. You're a God of more than enough. You're a God of abundance. You're a God who wants us to ask for things so that we can give abundantly. And as Kristen said, you're a God who promises that you will meet all of our needs. And so in Jesus' name, we pray for Alvin and his situation. And we pray that that's a quick work. And we pray for all of these people who come to us with prayer requests, that they turn around and become blessings to others, that Alvin becomes the person who other people go to when they have financial problems, that Mason becomes a person that other people go to when they're sick, and that uh, Bimla and Taurus are the, are the people that other people go to when they have big prayers in their mind. So God, we pray these things in faith. We send them up to you as a living sacrifice, and we pray, we pray that you honor their prayers, knowing full well that your answers um, are yes and amen to whatever even though we don't always understand it, we always know that you definitely hear our prayers and honor our prayers. And so we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And we would just like to, once again, we always want to uh, give the call to salvation on, on this broadcast because we want to make sure that each person has the opportunity to accept Christ. It's um, the most important thing, the most important decision you can make in your life or recommit your life to Christ. So if you want to pray this prayer with me, uh, that would be wonderful. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart and forgive me of all my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, would you just leave a comment on this video or send us a message? We want to hear from you. And we also want to help you get some resources to get your walk started with Christ. Absolutely. Very good, Kristen. All right, guys. Well, listen, that's our show for tonight. Uh, tune in again tomorrow night. We'll have another one. Remember, we don't ask for money here. We don't accept money. Okay. We don't do this to make money. We pay for all this ourselves. But it would be a big help to us in our mission here to get souls saved and to spread the word of Christ. If you would just do us a favor and just hit the share button on our video, on our page, encourage your friends to like the page. Uh, we're here every night at 7.30 praying for people who we don't know just because we really care about the situation the world is in and God's put it on our heart to do this. And so if you could just help us out by uh, spreading, spreading this page to other people, that'd be greatly appreciated. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.